0: We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ.
1: I struggle to to comprehend how you would just, you know, willy-nilly sort of uh, say, Hey, yeah, this is the God I like. I'm going to just serve that God. But I want to know if it's true, man. I, I want
0: to understand the truth.
1: You can edit that out, right? He
0: won't won't be here next (laughs) time. Hey there, brothers and sisters. Welcome back to another episode of True Discussion Podcast. The only podcast in the world where we can discuss anything with anybody. And we know if it's true or not because we stand on the Word of God. (sighs) I wanted to get it right. Very nice. While it was fresh in the mind. We are your hosts once again. Uh, My name is Joseph M. Dobbs. And I am joined by the very smart... No, the brilliant. Okay, I'll di- the beautiful. I got. I, I got it. Hold on. No, no, no. Listen. The, the pretty.
1: No. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay, bud. Okay,
0: Christopher oh, Douglas yeah, is my was, name, and I am home. not pretty. Hey, we don't. We come on, man. <laughs> what are you doing? I gotta think up different adjectives for you every single night. No, it's always the same horrible ones. No, that are
1: untrue and dishonest. <clears throat> people. And we're have about true discussion. People
0: have messaged me though and said Chris Douglas is uh, surprisingly pretty. Like I hear his no, voice and no. I don't know what he looks like and then when I meet nah. him in real life he's surprisingly pretty. They they say that to me. Why
1: are we starting Actually, out they with say very fibs. surprisingly.
0: No, fibs. I'm fibs. <laughs> you liar. All these fibbins. Chris. What's up man? man where How have you we? been? Not too bad. I'm so happy my car's working. I don't know if the did we talk about that in the podcast? Last, I think you mentioned it. My yeah. car has been throwing fits and uh and yeah, it was funny. I had lunch with Pastor Brian Monday. And we kind of were talking about God's sovereignty and all, you know, everything, how he always, everything he's in control of, he's mm-hmm. He's working everything together. And so I had to laugh and go, you know what? Maybe he didn't want my car to work for that week and a half for a reason. He was helping me avoid some Who knows? Who knows? So we got it back and we're working. Is not that cool that all you had to do is like... Put a little gas in it. And that was no it. man, that was it? no brothers and sisters. He's lying. I had to switch the chips out of my old keys into my new keys. Yeah, that was all super it was. weird. It is weird. Anyhow, gosh, your friend is a is a hero. What's his name, by the way? Dustin. Dustin, hero, man. Thank you for helping out. So, Chris, golly, man, we're we're gonna we're gonna kick it off. We're gonna get back into some uh, tulip. Right, we're gonna, <laughs> yeah. we're gonna get back in there. We didn't yeah. we didn't finish it all last episode. No, I don't know if we'll finish it all tonight either. Huh? It'd Be weird to end on one point, but well, we'll and I, do it I if don't. We have
1: to. I think that we got a lot to study. Um, I I will or a lot to get into. Yeah, and study as well. But I don't know that I'm ready. I'm quite ready for all that. I think there's some other things that we were gonna talk about. But one thing <clears> I did want to mention is that I feel like some of the I don't know. I wouldn't say pushback, but some of the this the side chat that we've that I've gotten anyway from from my circle is is the pushback on like Armenianism. Mm-hmm. and 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 let me be clear, I am not in that camp and I feel like that's so as a result of some of that side chat, I think that's one of the we need to dig into that as well. Sure. Oh right? yeah, because yeah. there's definitely points on that that are like, nah, I'm not with that either. So you know,
0: to be fair, we probably should uh, follow this. With that, sure. because uh, a a hardcore Calvinist could be listening to these episodes, going, "Wow, you guys really have a beef, like a bone to pick with Calvinism." Um, no, well, that's not true. Because we can do multiple camps. I mean, we could sure. we could sit in anyone and go, "Yeah, there's inconsistencies here." Mm-hmm. And Chris and I had that talk. Uh, when was it? Yesterday or the day before? Mm-hmm. Uh, just about that. That any systematic theology you pick, there's going to be some holes in it. Sure. that you have to fill in the gap i mean not mine but oh you ha- have developed yeah i haven't a, a, i haven't thought of a name for it yet but um you know i think it goes gobbledygook it. uh you are wearing yeah. your i am an armenian t-shirt tonight though which is strange i am not in <laughs> fact and i don't know why you said that <laughs> How? what have you been up to man new t-shirt idea bro you need to come by stop by the college Building that tiny house, we got it moved outside. Oh, is that right? It like squeaked through the garage door. Mm. It that doesn't sound very tiny. Cause that door is huge. Uh, but for a house, but that for would a be house tiny. to yeah. be shoved through, yeah, on wheels, it was sketchy, man. Is it? I mean, is it done? Done, or just the outside? No. So we 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 built it as tall as we could. Then we had to take it outside so we could throw the roof on. So, and it, you, brother, you talk about like. I I wanted to video it coming out, mm-hmm. and I had to stop because we needed all eyes on like every side of the oh, house, really? and the slightest turn in the vehicle would like shove the tail mm-hmm. of the house, and so like oh, we were nervous there for a Goodness while. Sakes. But uh, Professor Dobbs got it out. Very nice. That's what they call me. I would
1: uh, I would call you that.
0: You can call it to me now on the show.
1: Okay, that's cool, man. I enjoy. That was too- <laughs>
0: <laughs> Easy, okay. I I do really want to get into um, one thing for sure. I asked you a million times before the show, and I'm not remembering. Did you have a thing you wanted to talk about?
1: I don't Chris know. Is no, looking at I, me like, I don't
0: know that I do, man. I okay. feel like it's been
1: kind of a uh, I don't know, just an interesting week. I think dealing is, with a lot of the electrical utility stuff, and and just some of the some of the things that that. Not just our community, but a lot of communities in the Midwest are facing. Is, gosh, man, I
0: feel like that that is that is worthy of prayer for sure. Okay, we can uh, talk about that real quick. That well, you had mentioned that before we started. Power. Yeah, yeah. Util- that maybe utility. You said. You said the our next utility bill has the potential to be seven times as high. Yeah. Okay. Well, because so we we spoke with. <laughs> Um,
1: the the folks who we buy wholesale energy mm-hmm. from, and that is where they set currently. Now there are there are some variables and stuff like that. So sure, some of that stuff is subject to change. However, there is that potential, and so it's it's just an interesting situation. Yeah, you know, because and in our situation is even more interesting because we generated during that we, period of time. Yep. So why in the world would we be subject to that? It seems like a lot of a lot of the rules and and law that is in place to me seem a little funky, yeah, because i don't some of the stuff I don't get how you don't have to justify in terms of costs and 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 what you're charging folks i I do not understand that, so no neither here nor there but okay. so I've been consumed by that, and then yesterday I uh, went to wrestling practice and got a role with a, a an older a seventeen year old and mm-hmm. so made me feel really, really stinking old. Like really uh-oh. stinking old. But I'm telling you, man, <laughs> I awesome. love it, dude. Yeah. I love it. Cause I, I've <clears throat> I've gone with some bigger kids in our club, mm-hmm. but they're just I mean they're a little younger than that. And so, you know, you kind of go, easy this kid, nah man. I was able to get, get after like it. full on Yeah, well but the, like playful like oh we're yeah, we're going well, back. And not, forth. Yeah yeah it was tempered yeah, in yeah. that I'm trying to really just be a, a, a dummy for yeah, him. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But, like, getting after you it. You got to step it up a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, There's so cool. many times I was gassing. Oh, man, dude. Dad, like, tapping out? No, I mean, just, like, sucking You tapped wind. out. Your boys no, were dude, telling f- me that you tapped out, which No is way. interesting. Well, actually, I, there, <laughs> I did uh, tag another old guy in. Get, <laughs> get me out of here. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. But, I don't know, man, it's fun. And it made me think about like how, when I was younger, just going for it. And, and I'm sure I got gas, but sure. I just remember like the recovery time was so much faster. Oh You know what I mean? Like just, just walk a, walk a short lap around the, you know, 14 foot circle and getting back after it. Let's go again. Yeah, exactly. And feeling like that, that dog that chases the ball. Right. And you can tell they're, they're winded, right? Like they're, their tongue is in a different color, and mm-hmm. you can tell that they're winded. But they're still going to go after right, it. Right? If you throw the ball, I'm, yeah, it's like I, mean, I have no
0: choice. I have to go exactly. That's so. Awesome. That's
1: exactly how I felt, and I, I'm telling you, man, I loved it. I slept like a champ last night, easy and, to sleep. Uh, then woke up this morning and I, how I, it was it hurt to move, man. Like it hurt in places that <laughs> it's different. Yeah, It's not the so. same
0: anymore. Cause that man, so. You were wrestling, how old were you were, when you were wrestling? I mean, like, high, high school? Well, high? Yeah, I, yeah, I started wrestling in, like, fifth grade. So, so it was, like, through 50 high school. years ago.
1: Okay, bud. Okay.
0: <laughs> okay, so. Not cool, not cool man. Oh, Chris is, he brought his leotard. What are you doing? I'm not but wrestling. What are you? Put that down. We're not wrestling. Leotard? <laughs>
1: Golly, man, do you know
0: anything about wrestling?
1: I don't. I told you that. It's the greatest sport on the planet. I'm I... su- I'm sorry, Malik. I, I know you don't like to hear that man. Uh oh. I know. What's he called f- me out, bro. He did. Okay. But,
0: so the uh the I guess the thing I wanted to discuss, um You sent me a text. Is that was, what you want to talk about? Yeah, man, because Yeah. How in order to start? So for those who don't know of him, I guess let's start there. Cy Tin Um, look him up on YouTube. Uh and if I was gonna recommend anything, look up how to answer the fool. Okay. He made a documentary on apologetics, on presuppositional apologetics, because that's the method he uses. And I got to be honest, when I first heard of this method, I was very uh, against it because I thought, man, it comes off as like it makes you look like a jerk and it just it doesn't seem right. Uh, But this movie is actually the movie that convinced me like, oh, I get it. Presuppositionalism, it's that's it's really honoring God in a it's apologetics in a God-honoring way, which is his whole argument. And uh, it's for free. That's like he loves apologetics. He quit his career to do this. Um, and so he made that, and he, he put it up for free. So look it up, How to Answer the Fool on YouTube. Uh, but his name is Saitan and he does a bunch of debates, um, some street preaching. He has a website that kind of helps you understand this apologetic method. Just, I was telling Chris, this guy has, I feel like God has used Psy to bless me in a lot of ways, especially with me understanding the word, uh, the authority that it has, mm-hmm. and that we should stand on it when we use an apologetic method. And so, really appreciate, Sai. Um Anyhow, that being said, just to give you a rough introduction to him, so... I sent this to Chris today, but Cy on his social medias put a post that was like, I mean, if I could sum it you up. you want to read it or? Yeah, yeah. I guess we could do that just so I'm not making stuff up. Well, <clears throat> and again,
1: you, you know, you're, you're trying to familiarizing the listener with the, this man. Yes. Um, because okay. he has done some some incredible things, but. Yes,
0: yeah. yes. Um so I'll just, I'll read you his post and, uh, man, it just like hit me in the gut. Cause it was at lunchtime when I watched it or, uh, read it. Okay. Here's his post. It is with great sadness that I must inform you that I have been guilty of moral failure and will no longer be involved in public ministry. I have spoken with the elders of my church and they have determined that my sin disqualifies me from the ministry. This means that I will no longer be involved in teaching, preaching, or apologetics I am sorry for the shame my sin has brought upon the name of Christ and for the hurt I have caused. Please pray for me. I have submitted myself to the care of the elders of faith Presbyterian church. If you have any questions, please email my elders at gives the email. This post will remain on my private page until I delete my page this evening, but will remain on my public page, which my session will now be controlling. So, um, I don't know, man. And so for the listeners, you know, who don't know him that, and that's, that's fine. I get it, but I, I mean, I've just been watching a lot of his stuff for the past three years, maybe four, and I've just I've learned a lot, and I've I've really come to love his stuff. Mm-hmm. And well, I think
1: it's stuff that we've talked about on the program, and yeah, and yeah. stuff that that kind of that presuppositional uh, approach is is something that we have conveyed. Oh yeah. Program, big time. Right. So, um, it's impacted our ministry.
0: Yeah. Right. It, so there you go. I mean, in a way, mm-hmm. there you go. Some of the stuff, anytime we talk, I mean, size in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've sure I'm re- I've referenced him. Um, I don't know, man, just to see that. And here's what I told Chris. I, I said this moments before we started hitting record. I feel naive because Chris and I talk about sin I mean, almost every episode that we talk about sin specifically, but we talk about sin. And as a Christian, you know and understand sin. And you go, Yeah, sin is real. That's a thing. I we we battle it. it Anyhow, you know, I see this post today and it hits me, and I kind of go, Wow, sin's real Because I, I 'cause I don't I don't know if I I did that thing of like. Oh, that guy wouldn't struggle with anything. You know what I mean? Like, it's not that I did that, but it just hits you.
1: Yeah, but like when well, you look up to, because we <laughs> talked about Ravi, uh, Zacharias a couple weeks ago. I feel like, mm-hmm. and it, it's just sad, you know. And we, and you know, this is the thing is that these are these are men that that we respect and look up to, and have done some some awesome things for the ministry. You know, and what this also makes me think of is um the uh uh Carl Lens, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. And and yeah. and I think that we would openly say, man, I don't know that I I would be with his teaching, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. But but I I think that the, these, you know, the situation with Rabbi and then uh now site Ten Brudencade is What I recognize is that these three men, right among many others, but Mm -hmm. but these three men that we have talked about uh, at this point, all three of them in their situation to some degree, it's like these are men that that are professing believers who are are doing what they believe God has called them to do, and man, sin. I feel like yeah. when you text me that and I read it, my heart broke for him. But also like I was instantly my first reaction was fear, right? Mm-hmm. And and the reason I say that is because I love the Lord. I do. Um and and I am just I'm nobody, man. You know, I'm not. I'm not making YouTube videos. I mean, we do this podcast, um, but I'm not doing some of these things. And I understand those are works, and, and they're, that's not what really anything is based upon, right? What I am saying is that it seems as if God has used those men in some pretty profound ways, you know, right. just as right. vessels, you know. Um, and I'm not, I'm not anywhere close to that, and yet I, I don't want to fail like that. Right. I don't want right. to and because in that statement you know he he talked i mean you can tell he loves the lord
0: oh gosh right? like one and of none thi- of that is about him right one of the things that got me hooked uh, you friend really check out his documentary it, it's it's amazing uh how to answer the fool but then his like his debates his street preaching it is all about god and he'll mm-hmm. he'll confess that he hates debating makes him nervous he wants to throw up mm-hmm. but he does it cuz he wants to bring glory to god And he wants to stand on the word while he does it. It's not, none of it's about him or how smart he is. It's it's about giving glory to God. And so to, um, gosh, to see that post, man, well, we talked about this earlier too. He quit his career to do this, Mm -hmm. and this is his only income, doing these debates, these live talks, you know, showing up and all this. And so for him to say, look, because of my sin, I'm going to step away from this.
1: Yeah. Which like it's oh hard not goodness. to have a ton of respect for the guy right for for doing that, you know it would be so easy to and again, we're not I don't mean to contrast the two right or or I don't but you look at Ravi's situation and what has come out, but it it's like it's all come out after his death, sure, so this is stuff that was going on while he was alive, sure, and yet and and some of it was suppressed and some of it was denied and some of it was sort of swept under the rug but you look at this other man who is 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 like no i have i am an error mm-hmm. in a big way and i'm going to lean on my leadership yeah and i and i'm going to get, get this thing <coughs> taken care of you know um my hope obviously is that that God uses him in the future, and and I'm sure He yes. will, right? Yeah. Like I, I think that that God is a, a God a a faithful God, you know. And you look at, I mean, David, right in the Bible, yeah, He's man, big time. Yeah. And and uh, my goodness, but God continued to use him. Now, yes, yeah. he, there were consequences, and He paid yep. a price. Yep, and you know that rightly so, right? But
0: it, it doesn't take away the fact <clears throat> that God was faithful. Amen, man. So, and, and I think either, Chris, you, I don't remember who, which one of us said it, but as we were talking earlier, that, you know, Cy didn't post what the sin was, right? Because I'm sure people are going to read it and want to be curious or whatever and know. Um, I think it was you that said it, because I loved your answer. It was like, well, it doesn't, doesn't matter no. which sin. Or it's sin, sin. Right. And he felt that he had failed in that. You know how much of a hold it has on him. I don't know, but he recognizes that and says, "Nope, I uh, I can't do this. I have to step aside mm-hmm. and deal with this." Yeah, which brothers and sisters, think of that. Think of th- this. What he's doing is your bread and butter. Mm-hmm. You don't eat or sleep unless you go out and do this job. Right. That's the only source of income he has. And to say, "I can't do that. I have to. I have to stop so I can work on this." sin issue
1: well i think it it, it does bring to light um <clears throat> eternity right and this mm. man's perspective of that you know because it again like you say i mean there's a lot of leverage or not le- i don't want to say leverage although it could be leveraged against him but a lot at stake by saying no i, I cannot do these things right because i am not right with god yeah um there's a lot at stake and it would be easy to say, well, you know, Hey, listen, maybe I'll take a step back or maybe, maybe I'll try to deal with it on my own and, and uh, you know, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. I can't give this up because you know, it would be easy for a man to rationalize that or or justify mm-hmm. it to some degree. But what is at stake is eternity. <clears throat> now no one is saying the guy can lose his salvation. we're not, not right, what we're right. saying, but I feel like the obedience to God to say, I am not where I need to be, mm-hmm. and I have failed in a major way. I mean, Paul talks about it, right? He talk, talks about it in uh, First Corinthians, is it six, where he uh, the uh, I do not run the race aimlessly. Oh yes, yes, yes. I beat my body into yep. submission so that after I preach to many, I would not be disqualified. Right, something to that effect.
0: Yes, yes.
1: You, I'm sure you have it memorized. No, don't I mean, do you're that. So I,
0: smart. I'm looking it up for you. So,
1: but but at any rate, he he talks about not being disqualified. Now, uh are we talking about salvation? I I don't know that that's what Paul was talking about, and yet at the same time it, I don't know that it matters per se because what he, he the essence of what he's saying is that I need to practice what I preach, right? Ultimately. Mm-hmm. That that I can't expect more of people than I'm willing to give. And, and I can't preach what I don't know or what I'm not living out. Right. Um, because that's, that's not good. Right. Because if it's worth preaching
0: it's worth living. Right. Yes. Yep. Yeah. There you go. Therefore I do not run like someone running aimlessly. I do not fight like a boxer beating the air. No, I strike a blow to my body and make it my slave so that after I have preached to others, I myself will not be disqualified for the prize. So exactly to your point, like, if we're preaching it, man, you better be practicing it right. and being a disciplined... Was that 1 Corinthians 6? Uh, <clears throat> or nine. Nine. You you had your Bible upside down. That's, <laughs> Again. What, That's what
1: it was, Silly man. Silly
0: Sally. So just be praying for Cy. Um, I encourage you to check out his work uh, because it is, it is amazing. Um, I wanted to read something oh can i ask you a question real quick uh or are you yeah. or are you finding it no i mean i i got it <laughs>
1: am i gonna make you forget go ahead nope. i'll ask you well to so i was just
0: gonna say again you know me being naive i felt like i saw his post and i was like gosh sin is r- real like it's 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 just another reminder of like anyone and i like what you said the fear of like i could fall i could fall And so anyhow, uh, 1 Corinthians 10, uh, so if you think, if you stand standing firm, be careful that you don't fall. No temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind, and God is faithful. He will let you be tempted. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also pervade a way out so that you can endure it. And dude, my hat's off to Cy for going, you know how many ways does god provide i don't know but sai saw a way and that way does not it that that way cuts off his income it cuts off something he is passionate about doing but it is a way out and he took that like dude i'm oh man that, that i'm getting goosebumps cuz we just we know sin is real we struggle with it but yet I feel like we are still flippant with it, that we we tend to go, ah, it's not that bad yet. I have a hold on it. It's not consuming me. And I, I don't know if we do that so that we hope it goes away, that we hope we can tame it, and until it's, you know, way, 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 way down the road and it's too late. But Cy saw that n- now, and he took a way out. So just... My well, hat's off. Absolutely. Like, that's yeah. not an easy thing to do. Well,
1: if you think about, uh, and I'm sure there's plenty of other verses, but the one that came to mind was Romans 3, or uh, Romans twelve three. for by grace given to me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourselves more highly than you ought, but rather <clears throat> of yourself with sober judgment, mm. in accordance to the faith God has distributed to each of you. Um Again, now he's talking about some of the gifts there, but, but sober judgment, man, and not yeah. thinking of ourselves more highly than we ought. This is, this is the deal, is that we all fall short of the glory of God, okay? Mm-hmm. And, and we don't know his sin, right? We right. don't know. Right. Because you and I were talking about this very thing earlier, right? Like if, say, I or you, one of us, came into moral failure, failure mm-hmm. right, on uh, doing this podcast— now we're not affiliated with a church, but I am absolutely under a, a leadership of a church, um, and and would hold account to them. Right? Does that mean that I need to step away from the podcast? If, if you know, again, if if that were to happen, God forbid. Mm-hmm. Maybe I don't know. Sure, you know what I'm saying. So I, I think that. But looking at myself and and this ministry with sober judgment in a way that is. With the chief desire to bring God glory. Yes. Okay. If I do something that does not bring God glory. and yes. yet I'm over here just trying to bloviate mm. and, and push this, this agenda or ministry that is, that clearly cannot glorify God because of my right. failure. Then it's about me. And, and if that's the case, I should probably walk away for that reason alone. There you go. You know, Um, so the fact that he's willing to do that, and again, we don't know what the, the failure is, you know, what's sad about our condition, right? Is what if it was something like, and again, none of this even matters, but what if, what if he, he lost his cool and he punched some guy in the face that he was gotten a, in a conversation went sideways or whatever. What if it was that Mm -hmm. we would look at that and say, Dude, he probably deserved it. Or, right, or right. I mean, come on. Do Easy yourself, to brush off. Right? Yeah, cut yourself a little slack or yeah. something along those lines, right? <clears throat> but if he is convicted by God that, no, that is not okay with mm-hmm. this position that God has given me. Mm. That is not okay with this ministry that God has given me. That is between him and God, and and I can still praise God that He has convicted this man in such a manner that he wants—that that that is glorifying to God. Even to come out with a statement like that, that is glorifying to God, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Because that's all about his relationship and love yep. to the
0: Lord, yep. his adoration and desire N- to bring Him glory. None of that, dude. Amen. None of that post was about himself or his needs. Right. He he. Nowhere in me. that put po- pray for me. No, in that post did he say. By the way, I will have no income now. Start sending my- none of that. He didn't ask for that. That
1: bro. Well, I feel like it's motivating too to look at, to look into our own lives and say, okay, am I where I need to be? <clears throat> right. Because if I'm Absolutely. not, are there things that I'm that I'm serving in mm-hmm. or or you know podcasting or what whatever you're doing? Are there things where? You need to look at your life, I need to look at my life in this sober way and say, man, you know, is my situation allowing me to bring
0: God glory? Yep.
1: And, and again, it's not about me. No, but... and
0: honestly, any anyone listening— Yes. Uh, should be challenged by that because if you're sitting there going, Well, I'm not in a leadership role. Well, you're in some role. Right. You're well, in some that role. Because that was our question,
1: right? Because right. you said to me, well, How does this disqualify him? I mean, he's not, this is his own ministry. Right. Right. right? And, and I went to like, and I think I said first or second Timothy three. <laughs> so like, and, and you were looking at and you're like,
0: <laughs> No, it's not, it's not here.
1: <laughs> I said, like, Oh, it's first Timothy three. So the el- the qualifications of an elder. Yep. And it's like, Look, if he fell to any of those things, and well, that could be. Sure. Like, sure. Right. Yeah. we don't know but that could be a disqualifier and yep. and the pushback is well is that is he is that a church ministry or you know sure. no that is a criteria right that's the criteria that we fall under is is in my estimation mm-hmm. to do this podcast in that we're preaching the word of god right, right. we're equipping we're we're in the function Right to some degree, yeah, of yeah. an elder, right, yeah. we're building the body up,
0: yeah, if, teaching I, the word, I would say we are stepping into that role um through this ministry, sure I and mean, that's, that's yeah
1: it's it is not a replacement <clears throat> for elders, we're not right, leading right the church. yeah certainly we're not... not so
0: obviously there is a distinction, a clear distinction but to your point, we had that talk before we hit record of us stepping with a podcast, you know, and I of course I always I always use the extreme examples right if i'm if I'm being unfaithful to my wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, should I step away? And I immediately cuz I thought in my head that I was going to say no, I shouldn't step away. But as soon as I said it out loud, I went, yep, that would eat at my heart. I would have to step away. I would mm-hmm. have to. Sure. I can't in good conscience be be living that way right and then come on here and and proclaiming in, a truth right, that yeah. obviously I'm not demonstrating. Mm-hmm. Can't do it. And then and then I think I asked you, what would you do the podcast and you're like that's not even
1: <laughs> Yeah, cuz <'cause> you're <laughs> not, not going to do that.
0: Not yeah, don't do that. Yeah. Idiot. Um, okay.
1: Okay, so th- my question that I was going to ask you before oh, you read 1st yeah. Corinthians 10. <clears throat> is where you you're reading.
0: Anyway, where I was, yeah.
1: Okay. <clears throat> do you think and I had a dear friend ask me this uh before the podcast. Okay. Do you think that we what do you, what do we do with Ravi's teachings or or Sai's teachings, oh. right? Oh. I mean, if 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 in light of mm-hmm. You know this moral
0: failure and things like that. Mm-hmm. What do we do with their teaching? Um, They don't contradict the word, so I'm going to keep using them. That's
1: and that because was because they're answer. amazing. <laughs> well, that's my
0: answer because yeah.
1: two things can be true at the same time, Absolutely. right?
0: Absolutely. Someone can be
1: honor God honoring to His Word in mm-hmm. a sense of the preaching and teaching. Yep, and. Also be in moral moral, yeah. moral failure. Now, again, I, I am not We're advocating not just, right. that that a preacher can live in sin right, and, and right. bring glory to God. That's no, not what I'm saying. We just spent 20 minutes saying not no, that. No, <laughs> right. I'm, what I'm saying is that if the teaching does not go against the Word of God, mm-hmm. then it is good. good. And let's call it good. Let's yep. call it what it is. Yep. And at the same time, let's call sin, sin. Right. Okay? And And— I mean, obviously, in Sai's situation, you know, and who knows how Robbie would have, sure, sure. uh, you know, he's, he, he's passed away. So mm-hmm. I feel like I, I, I want to give him the benefit of the doubt and say that uh, at some point, surely he would have come clean about all this stuff. I, we don't know that. And, and right. again, that's not for us to, to deal with. Right. Sai has, has come clean about this. Mm-hmm. And, and he's, he's been, I mean, it's clearly a statement of repentance. Now, yeah, again, we don't need to know what it was. I guess my point is that we're not advocating that you can be in sin and also preaching. Right. Right? We're right. advocating quite the opposite. And and this is a clear situation yes. of a man who recognizes, I cannot live
0: this double life. Mm-hmm. Right? So imagine, you know, and Chris, you kind of hinted at it, there there will be um, consequences to whatever that sin may be. Um, there's already consequences, right, if he's cutting yeah. off income. Um, but... Brother, I can't imagine, you know, if God keeps using him and he he makes a comeback and he's back at it, that the freedom, and the, I, I want to say the more joy he'll have for God. I mean, I don't know if we can be even more joyed, but just imagine what that coming back to that ministry that God gave him. Right, what, what's that going to feel like?
1: Whew. Well, I, I think a good a good example is Peter, right denied Jesus I'm three m- times oh man right yeah and then and then sees Jesus whom whom he definitely loved yep crucified yep thinking wow the last the last time i saw him was when when we locked eyes after my denial yep that's it like i could i could i mean that gives me a pit in the stomach thinking about Gosh darn, you know, didn't get to reconcile that. And then, of the course, next time you know, <laughs> yeah, the next time he sees him,
0: he's, he's reinstated. Yeah, I boat's mean, boat's taking too long, man. I got to get to shore. <laughs> yeah. I love that story. And
1: then, you know, to ultimately die for, for the sake yep. of Christ. Yep.
0: Yeah. So, you know, of that message, uh, anyways. I'm going to repeat what I said pray for him because, yeah. you know, if if he comes back to ministry, he's going to be something fierce. I mean, I wouldn't want to mess with it. You know what I mean? Like he'll be strong, sure. strong, strong, strong. So yeah, good on Lord, him. Lord willing, uh, right? Absolutely. And 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 maybe not. Maybe he never comes. back. I don't know. We don't know what that looks like. I'm praying for the guy. Hope he continues to finish work. But but what's more important is dealing with that sin issue, right? So th- f- f- fans of his work, it doesn't matter if he comes back to his ministry. The issue here is sin and yeah. he's dealing with that. Pray for that. That's amazing. Oh man. That's some love for God. Okay. I think an easy way to transition into our topic of the night is that Psy Ten Brugencate was a Calvinist. Is. Is a Calvinist. Big time Calvinist. So so there you go. When <clears throat> when I say uh, you know, it might seem like Chris and I are poking holes at Calvinism, but Cy was a big Calvinist. I loved his teachings um, because I can sit in the Calvinistic camp and be quite comfortable. The, the teachings were amazing. So there's our transition. We're going to get into <laughs> some more Calvinism tonight. or rather, Oh, be, is that what we're talking about? E- Should we talk about something else? Oh, you got something else you to talk about? no. I know what you want to talk about. What, do I, what would I want to talk Should about? Should we say it? I don't even think we need to say it because I know. Go ahead and say it. I want to hear what you think I want to talk about. Should man. we say it at the same time? On three? No, I don't want to do that. Because we already to know. You know well, what you're No, say. I don't
1: know. Now you're freaking me out, man.
0: On three? No. One. <sighs> Two. Three. Horseback riding. Midgets. No. Uh, <laughs> Midgets riding horseback? Yeah. I mean, that's I thought that's what we we're going to talk about this week. Boo. Okay. No, um. <laughs> Let's let's transition. Uh, Cy was a Calvinist. We're going to talk about Calvinism more, rather, the doctrines of grace. Yes, okay. the doctrines of grace. So last week, we perfectly explained <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> with, with full clarity uh, um, the T and the U in Tulip. Tulip. <laughs> goodness <laughs> sakes. There's two L's now in Tulip. What tulips. is going on, tulip, man? The uh, total depravity. In the unconditional election, okay, I was told, uh, or rather Chris was told by our good friend and our brother in Christ, Greg Wolf, that we perfectly explained them with no nope, holes at all. That's not what he, he said. He said that to he, you. He and didn't you, say that And to you told that to me. Hey, but you know what is really interesting? Okay,
1: so the first thing, <laughs> I I guess maybe
0: I need, I don't know if I
1: need a backup or, or is this going to be the first time that... You know, I get called out in the future Uh-oh. of something I said. At any rate, the f- you know what the first thing he says to me about the podcast is? Why are you calling him a girl? <gasps> yes. He, he got after me on that. And <clears throat> I so, was kind of like, ugh, because I don't know that. I feel like uh, I've ha- sort of had a stance, but I was really confused. And uh, man. I'm going to throw
0: you under the bus too, man, because I didn't know as well. So, because I said that, you didn't that. know what as well. I said two times, I'm like, I oh, didn't, you, I didn't yeah, see the right. thing. I don't know what that's you're true. talking about. Because your so,
1: car, you just need to put gas
0: in it, and like <laughs> that
1: took you all week to figure out. So, <laughs> okay, and we're blink, up to
0: speed, blinker fluid. Um, uh. <laughs> so the <laughs> yeah. video you were talking about, the representative is a man who identifies as a woman. Yes. Okay. Yes. And so, uh, people, well, I believe people were getting. He's hot. gone through the like the change. Oh, right? full on fertile, full I on have, surgery. I have no idea. Anyhow, so people were getting on to you about like. That's a man, Chris. And you you kind of – I mean, you told me you were like, oops. Like, I didn't – you I, literally weren't thinking about it. Like No, I wasn't. It's funny. I'm very sorry. But you are correct. Commentators, uh, that's a man. We full okay, on – we so, recognize.
1: And I, I know that this isn't <clears throat> the topic of the night. No, you got it. It's our show. Sure. Okay. But I guess this stance – so my previous sort of stance would be, okay, if you want me to call you by a different name, sure I can concede that. Call me right? Thor. Yeah, yeah, sure. Whatever well, whatever you want to but to say that you have a different gender than than you were born with, mm-hmm. that God gave you God gave is you to call God a liar. Yeah. Is that accurate? No, I that's mean very is that, right, I feel cause... like that's that's a sort
0: of a stance I'm sure I've heard and picked up sure. along the way and, and But you're right. God God put you together. That is something he gave you. Um I'm not going to deny that. I'm not going to jump into your worldview and deny that it's a clear lie. I'm I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Okay. And so that's our All stance. Right. Uh, very good. Oh, and then the second point I wanted to bring oh, up about more. my conversation Uh-oh. with
1: Greg is that we kind of, we were going back and forth a little bit via text and I finally had to call him because it was, and it was fun. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and and we had a really good conversation, and he did say that there were times where he's like, "Man, I you know I wanted to answer this and that." I bet. And, and yeah. we talked about the tensions, and it was like this giant square circle mm-hmm. that we went in. Uh, it, it was awesome. Yeah. But he never at any point denied wearing pink yoga pants. <gasps> <gasps> gotcha. He gotcha. He never Greg. denied that,
0: man. Well, no. Why would he? I don't. I would. <laughs> I thought he would, but he he didn't. So of course he won't. That's what he wears.
1: I don't know if that's true or not, but Chris, but I please. am a little you know taken it. aback. You that know the it. fact that he didn't. You know I, it, because I did I ask it. him. I said, "Hey, did you finish the episode?" And he laughed. <laughs> he said, "Yeah, the pink, know, he the didn't pink deny- <laughs> stretch pants or whatever he called them." And but he never said, "You know that I don't wear those, right?" right. No, he didn't make that
0: clear. He can't deny it because now you know it. Now I know it, and Greg. Now the world knows it. Okay, sorry, bud. We are international. The cat's out of the bag. <laughs> The pink I guess topic. back to back to this the topic what at hand. What size would Greg wear? <laughs> <laughs> There's no way they would rip so easily on like Greg. I I don't well, want to hold see on. him. on, they surely
1: they would make him for an eight foot man.
0: There I don't know, man. It'd be funny though. I'd I'd pay to see it. Greg Would you?
1: No. What's wrong with you? That's
0: on the oh what no, that's on the you, internet man? for the r- forever. What is going on? Why did you say that? Why did you say that again? Let's back. <laughs> oh, you okay. can edit that out. Yeah, I definitely. If anything gets edited, that's the first thing they'll get edited out. Okay, so we're on Calvinism, um, the doctrines of grace. Sorry, yeah, yeah, um, or or Calvinism. Or, yeah, yeah, you want yeah, yeah, but it. Uh, but more specifically, doctrines of grace. Okay, so we we kicked off T and U. We are on L tonight. Now, do you Good f- grief! do you, Do you feel comfortable with where? I feel
1: like election is one of those uh, parts that, as we as we sort of left <clears throat> the podcast last week, mm-hmm. I kind of felt, and I think we started to kind of move forward on some other other portions of do- the doctrines of grace. But if I'm sure. being honest, man, the election that's a tough one. That really is. It is. Because it's in the Bible. It is in the Bible. The elected. Yeah. Yep. Now, I think as we got off, we, we began to talk, and I, I, I feel like maybe you brought it up or, or somehow it came up, mm-hmm. and I wish it was on the podcast. Oh. But I asked Greg this question, and, you, and this was a question that we dialogued about after we stopped recording, was that what would be the difference with the, with the Calvinistic view mm-hmm. of election, mm-hmm. right, and to say— that g
0: and well, again so, this is
1: hypothetical
0: so explain election if we could real quick okay so, from the calvinistic point of view
1: from the calvinistic okay. point of view would be that that god uh predetermined who would be saved before and, anything before, before right before yep. the foundations of earth okay. were even laid now again we understand that that is that's in
0: scripture the way that's right, said that, yes
1: <laughs> right um and so i'm not i'm not denying that yeah. what I what I'm questioning or, or what my pushback would be okay. is okay. is when in the understanding of election or predetermined, mm-hmm. right? Is that <clears throat> so God having a foreknowledge, is that a foreknowledge or is that God predetermined, mm-hmm. right? In in a, an arbitrary way. Okay. Now I know that that's muddy. That's mm-hmm. muddy water right there.
0: Um, <clears throat> finish – because I know the point you're going to make now. I want to jump back up on predetermined after you okay. finish. So in that view that, that God <clears throat> arbitrarily chose
1: from the foundations of the earth – Um again, in an arbitrary way or, or in a way that we can't in a mysterious way or a way that we can't understand, not merited by anything that we can do or, or anything of that nature. Although I would push back on that. And I would say that, no, you believe in Christ and that's how you're saved. But sure. Because that's what the word says. What would be the difference between the Calvinistic view of predeterminism and if Jesus never came Okay? okay, let's just say we had the law, the old law system, sure, we, let's keep that in play mm-hmm. or or take it away either way it doesn't it doesn't really matter either right? way, yeah, <laughs> either way, it doesn't matter. We all live our lives okay we we do what we do and and you know whatever mm-hmm. at the end of it all when we all when we stand before a holy and righteous judge
0: mm-hmm.
1: right, the creator of all, the God of the universe, yep. okay. And he then says, "Okay, you're going here. You're, you're going to hell, heaven, hell, 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 heaven, right. heaven, heaven. You know, he, he he's assigning so, you it there. It, right, yep. he assigns it there. What is the difference in that? Right. And and Greg was like, what? That's not even the same thing.' I would argue it's the ex- exact it's same exactly thing, exactly ju- the same thing,
0: at a different time.
1: Right. Because because you're Why essentially are you okay with eliminating. One but not right. You're either. essentially <laughs> eliminating the." The need for Christ, in a Mm. sense that so whoever believes in Christ is saved, right?
0: And so and so, I don't want anyone to get like upset because we are we realize we're entertaining a impossible hypothetical, right? And it's it's a little hyperbolic. Work was necessary. All of the Old Testament pointed to it. We're just entertaining and saying, okay, but help me understand the Calvinistic view of election. Right? What is the difference Mm -hmm. between God predetermining it then and and randomly choosing or assigning versus judgment day, stand before his throne, and he randomly goes, you get my grace, you don't, you do, you don't. Right. What is the difference? Yes. Okay.
1: Because God, because in the Calvinistic <clears throat> view, God has causally determined through sovereign mm-hmm. decree all things.
0: Right. Right. Not based on anything. I mean, he, not it's based on his anything. grace right. to give. Okay.
1: Yeah. And, and it's his grace to give, and, yep. and he is all authoritative. And, and I'm not— questioning that necessarily. Right. I'm just saying that's not consistent. And right. in this view, there there is a significant difference, right. okay? In my view, right? No, again, it's not mine. I didn't author it. I'm saying the difference in those scenarios is Jesus. He is the difference. Whoever confesses with their mouth and believes in their heart that Jesus is Lord, they are saved. That's what the Word of God says. Mm-hmm. Who can be saved? Those who confess Jesus. Right. Right, right. So, I mean, I, I, I don't understand how it's so difficult, right? And and yeah. this notion that that, because the pushback that I've I've been you know been listening to, um, n- not from anyone individually, but but just in, in terms of podcasts and, and things like that, and teaching, it, the pushback on that is, um, that well, so you're choosing. No, <laughs> no one is saying that that man chooses salvation. That's right. not what we're saying. Right, it's it is. We have the capability or the ability, right, to recognize sin when we fall short. Right? Have you ever have you ever seen a, a three year old feel guilty about something? Right, right. Why would they? Right, but they do. They're right. Right. Am I right? Right. So that we have that ability to recognize sin, and so when we confess that sin and understand our need for Jesus, that is that is salvation. It's accepting a gift and at no point is me accepting a gift robbery of the gift giver at no point. No, right, right. right, right.
0: I'm not taking any of the glory for a <clears throat> gift that someone gives me ever. Well, and I like, you and I, you and I talk about this all the time too. Um, from a Calvinistic point of view, how can they have an objection to you robbing God of his glory when in their view, God preordained everything to bring him glory? So you have, you standing here tonight going, no, 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 you know, man has to choose Christ and the Calvinist goes, you're robbing God of, of glory. How's that possible in the Calvinistic view if God predetermined everything so that it would bring him glory? It, it just, it doesn't make sense, but anyhow.
1: What makes me... Uh... John 3:14 and 15.
0: I know it makes you so mad that you want to wrestle and you're putting on your leotard again, which it's I'm not. not, a not leotard. understanding, What are you talking dude. about, dude? Okay, where are you at? Uh
1: John 3 uh 14 and 15. I'm trying to get there.
0: Yeah. John so, 3. You probably already have it
1: remember. But this is <laughs> Jesus talking about him being lifted yep. up, yep. right? Yep. And he's equating this to uh, a story in Numbers twenty-one four through nine. If you if you want to go there, I'll stay here. Oh, you want me to be twenty-four nine or twenty-one four through nine, Numbers? Okay. Jesus says uh, in thirteen, John three thirteen. No one has ever done. Are gone into heaven except the one who came from heaven, the son of man, just as Moses lifted up the snake in the wilderness. So the son of man must be lifted up that everyone who believes may have eternal life in him. Okay. He he is saying that everyone who believes. Okay. And he, and when he's talking about being lifted up, he's, he's talking about the cross. Okay. But just as
0: the provision that was mm-hmm. in numbers, the Joseph's going to read yep. for us. Uh, no, I couldn't find it, but I have, luckily have it memorized. So they traveled from Mount Or along the route to the Red Sea to go around Edom. But the people grew impatient on the way. They spoke against God and against Moses and said, Why have you brought us up out of Egypt to die in the wilderness? There is no bread, there is no water, and we detest this miserable food. Then the Lord sent venomous snakes among them. Yikes! They bit the people, and many Israelites died. The people came to Moses and said, we we sinned when we spoke against the Lord and against you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Pray that the Lord will take the snakes away from us. So Moses prayed for the people. The Lord said to Moses, make a snake. Put it up on a pole. Anyone who is bitten can look at it and live. So, so did he take away the snakes?
1: Uh, No. No, no. and that's what they wanted, right? Yep. yep. Take them away. Take this <clears> throat> away.
0: Throat> nope, In- not going to. Instead there was a provision that he right. made
1: take away again and again i'm not tr- i'm not trying to be like symbolic or anything like this but take this sin away right there's a make parallel. me perfect right mm-hmm. make me perfect where i don't sin or have the desire to sin right. and therefore i can be saved right because then it's on my own <clears> on <throat> own merit or i don't need the sacrifice mm-hmm. just make me perfect take it away right. take this desire away this venomous desire away and that's not what happened. There was a provision nope. made. Anyone who, what does it say? <clears throat>
0: um, uh, who is bitten. Oh, man. Make a snake and put it up on a pole. Any, anyone, anyone who is bitten can look at it and live. Okay, and so Easy then we,
1: we go to Jesus' own words in John three fourteen. Just as Moses lifted up the snake in the wilderness, so the Son of Man must be lifted up, again, on the cross. Verse 15, that everyone who believes may have eternal life in him. There you go. Everyone who believes, right? So yeah. everyone who looks to the snake will be cured or, right, or healed then. right anyone who
0: looks to jesus will be saved and so if i could i guess i'll play the calvinist but they would say well yeah they believe because god drew him to do so right god predetermined that they would okay. but but right they would argue that but y- sure jesus is referencing a story right. where yes a provision was made for those who decided to look at it did you have to look? Didn't have to. Didn't have to look. Right. right. Exactly.
1: <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> and, and the thing is, is that they recognized that they sinned against God. Now, is that because of the the ills of the snake? Is that because God sent the serpents mm-hmm. and 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 many of them died? Is right. that why? Well, maybe. But who is living a life of sin and and is is not smart enough to recognize? Oh crap. Right. Right? I mean, you it's know, no different than a junkie or, or someone who is right. who is an addict. Listen, we can give those the people who struggle with addiction a hard time all you want, but unless you've walked that path, you really sure, can't. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Now, and and again, it's easy to say to look at their life and say, "Oh man, are you kidding? Why would they keep doing this stuff?" But you would be a fool to think that they don't think of that stuff themselves. Mm-hmm. But they're so sucked into this, so bound by it that that as much as they want to say, I don't want to do this. Sure, it is just so overwhelming that they do. And again, I'm not justifying, I'm not advocating for. I'm just simply saying, you <laughs> would be well, silly to not be admit recognition of these things.
0: Right, and I and I would argue too that the when Jesus is referencing the story with Moses and this this provision being made um it's it's a form of the gospel that we get to tell well not a form it is the gospel that we tell we tell the non believer look you're you're poisoned right this you're going to die and you will suffer any an eternal death but there's been something that has been provided a cure and so like these people who are uh <clears throat> looking on this snake, why would they look on the snake? So they can live. It's anyone who is bitten can look at it and live, the scriptures say. Someone, someone is very aware that they're bitten by this poisonous snake and there's a provision being made and all you have to do is look at it and live. I mean, to me, that screams someone... <clears throat> oh, sorry. It screams someone who is, again, it's not robbing God of glory. They're recognizing the full need of him and relying on him and putting their faith and trust in him. The the, You know, I, I wish the scripture went into it, but I'm sure there was people in that group that got bit and were told, hey, look, there's a snake back over here, you know, 100 yards this way. All you got to do is go look at it. And I bet you there was some people who were like, yeah right. I'm fine. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna. Yeah. I don't. There's some leaves. I can here rub some oil. I'll I'm be sure. fine. I'm sure that went on. Absolutely. I don't. I don't want to read into the text, but yeah. In my mind, that is a parallel of the gospel. That yeah. that's what we do. The sinner has to recognize their 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 condition, the death, right, and that they need a a provision. They need a cure. But this again, this <clears throat> is why we preach the word. This is
1: why. This is why right. to bring about an understanding to share the the good news. This is why we don't compromise on the word of God. Mm-hmm. This is mm-hmm. why um it is by the power of God and in his word that man is is saved. Um it ma- it makes me uh, think of of Acts 2:40 40 and 41. This is this is Peter speaking at Pentecost. It says this, it says with many other words he warned them and pleaded with them, save yourselves from this corrupt generation. Those who those who accepted his message, those who accepted it were his message were <clears throat> baptized and about 3,000 were added to the number that day. Those who accepted. Okay. So now you you could you could make the argument, or a Calvinist would again make the argument. Well, the, those are the elect, and this and that, and uh, okay. But but again,
0: that we, I I, I struggle. I, I guess I just struggle with it, man. Sure. Um, I don't know. Uh, I, sometimes I always talk about when Paul says, uh, "I am persuaded." I mean, I don't know. It just seems like. <clears throat> Our senses and our reasoning, um, they're they are used. I mean, that's how we come to any type of knowledge is by revelation from God. I mean, anything we learn or, or know to be is because God has determined a truth. You know, 2 plus 2 is 4. So I don't know why the Calvinists would would be okay with that all the way up to the knowledge of Christ. They say, no, 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 no. You 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 can't know that. Now, I would argue, true, I can't know that <clears throat> apart from God. I can't. I can't know. But I also can't know anything apart from God. I need revelation, which is why, what did he give us? Revelation, right? Jesus Christ actually came down. We have scripture. We, we have that revelation, which is why, Chris, what you just said a few minutes ago was, that's the power of the word. That's why we give it. That's Absolutely. why we
1: preach uh, the Word. Go to uh, Romans 10, verse 12 through, I think, 14. <clears throat> For there is no difference between the Jew and Gentile. The same Lord is the Lord of all and richly, richly blesses all who call on him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. How can they call on the one they have not believed in? How And how can they believe in the one whom they have not heard? And how can they hear without someone preaching to them and how can anyone preach unless they have been sent Mm. uh, for it or as it is written, how beautiful are are the feet of those who bring the good news. Everyone who calls on him will be saved. And this is why we preach the word. How can they believe if they haven't heard? That is the point. Even going back to that acts two portion of scripture at the, you know, the message after Pentecost, Mm -hmm. he's warning them. He is sharing the good news, the gospel and that's how they come to an awareness of, of their need
0: for Jesus, mm-hmm. right? So a couple of things makes me want <clears throat> to challenge, challenge the um, staunch Calvinist uh, to that, right? Obviously, it's clear that we need to, to bring the word. And I don't I would say any Christian no one's going to deny that. We have to bring the word. Yeah. right. We joked last week, no matter what camp you, you fall in, you preach the gospel the same way because there's only one gospel. But to the staunch Calvinist, <clears throat> um, why why do you do any preaching? Mm-hmm. Why can't God just draw someone on some hidden island and reveal to him Unconditional Christ, election right, yeah. and everything that they need to know.
1: Yeah, what, what why? is the point of all why not? that? You brought up a good point
0: in our conversation <gasps> on the phone the other day. Um which one? It was probably amazing.
1: Well, it actually I was taken aback by it. But it was along the lines of like, okay, if
0: if you were unconditionally alleged Oh, okay, okay. Hold on, hold on. We'll we'll get to there. We'll we'll get to there. The other on. hold on, the other challenge I wanted to say was to those staunch Calvinists, do you ever give someone the gospel more than once? If so, why? Right. You are wasting your time. Mm-hmm. You did it. Now yeah. now let God do the work. Stop trying right. to reason with them. And give it to him again and stop trying to convince him. You can't do anything in your camp. Stop it. Give him it once. Move on down the road. I want to know why you give it more than once. Right. Yeah. What What did you think? You They didn't hear you the first time? You're adding to it. What are you doing? Once right. should be enough. Right. Let the father draw them. Right. Yeah. So I'm not making
1: fun. I'm just... No, sure, but from be, your camp, but again, can you answer be that? consistent. Right, and that—that that is, again, this is something that I I truly believe we can argue about in heaven, and
0: and right, and we'll sit down. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. You
1: know, uh, however, it, it is important, and and that's what we're pushing back on, really more than anything, is the inconsistency. Sure, because in 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 our view, and again, I I don't if I misspeak for you, certainly mm-hmm. let me know. But in our view. Man is is held accountable for their rejection of of God. Yep, and and so what we are saving, and we're not saving anyone, but why we share the gospel and why we preach and and why we do the things we do is because of what is is at stake. Mm-hmm. And and man needs to understand their responsibility in the mix of that because you can't say in one breath that 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 got by God's grace and 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 predetermined. Uh, schedule of my life. I can do nothing other than what God has done. And in that, in the same breath, when you fail morally, well, that was all me or God, or you are in fact holding God accountable for your own failure Mm -hmm. by saying that God didn't give me the grace to say no. Right? right,
0: right, right.
1: And and so but we understand because of God's word that God does not tempt man to sin. Sure, sure. And yet at the same time you're
0: you're, you're speaking out of
1: both yep. both sides of the mouth yep. there and so in our camp or or view we're saying no, man is yeah.
0: accountable for their actions. And and w- <laughs> it's I'm sure and people are listening and think yeah, people probably think we're making fun, but no. No one's denying that Man is responsible for the sin. Of course, we are. right. That's that's right. why even we in deserve. The right. Camp. Right. They say man is. But it's is just that accountable. we try to step in both camps at the same time, and ah, it it drives Chris and I bonkers. Okay. Anyway, so, let's get to your good point. We will. Uh, we're coming up on, on an hour. I don't even care, bro.
1: It was so good. <laughs> When you said it, I was like, my goodness, you better write that down. And then I spent the next day trying to think about what the heck it was that you said because I had so many other things going on in my mind, I forgot. uh And I was like, oh, it was so Um, good.
0: Should we go through the message and then we can come back and we can land on that? Start on it. Chris, you know what time it is. Mighty Message Monday. The scripture alone is an absolute truth, authoritative truth, undiluted truth,
1: eternal, everlasting truth every time,
0: oh man, why did you let me do that? That man? was Chris. This is why I don't let him record by himself because I said, hey chris i need a I need an intro for this song. Would you make one, and that's what you made and sent not... to me, and I was like, bro, I no. guess that's what no, what I, because
1: we did that live.
0: what that I was the use. very
1: first like finger quotes intro. <laughs> I just made it up. I made it I just made it up on you the You made that up? No, okay. No. Um just the, the very
0: last goofy <laughs> part. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Chris, uh, once again, killing this uh, mighty message Monday, brother. So we're continuing on Matthew five, thirty-eight through forty-two. Um and then Chris followed again with some great, gosh, great questions. Uh, do we want to read it real quick so that the listeners even know what we're talking about? Yeah did you okay. did you memorize this one like you've memorized every <laughs> single one? So I far? tried, but this one was a little tough. So I'll I'll we'll let me see. Um, I'm gonna think of it
1: because it's. Do you know what verses they are?
0: Yeah, I mean it's Matthew
1: th- thirty eight through forty two. <clears throat>
0: yeah, I believe that sounds right. Yeah, that's what I was thinking in my head. Okay. Uh it mm. starts off you. Yeah. Starts off uh you have heard that it was said eye for an eye tooth for a tooth but i tell you do not resist an evil person. If anyone slaps you on the right cheek, turn to them the other cheek also. And if anyone wants to sh- sue you and take your shirt, hand over your coat as well. If anyone forces you to go 1 mile, go with them 2 miles. Give to the one who asks you and do not turn away from the one who wants to borrow from you. Who was that right? Yeah, That was from memory, you buddy. You got it. I don't think that was... I mean, I have it pulled up in front of me just in case, oh. but anyhow. Okay. okay. So, all right. <clears throat> good questions, man. What was the original intent of the quote, eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth? Because that is a reference, right? Yeah, it He's, is. It says... Is. Uh, that would be... You have heard that it year. was said... Uh, exodus twenty
1: one twenty four leviticus twenty four twenty and deuteronomy nineteen
0: twenty one yeah I was, I'm thinking of the deuteronomy one sorry um so what was the original intent
1: well it was that the, the sort of the punishment method the crime right. right
0: that that you
1: didn't uh go f- so far beyond right right like it, right I think it was it was well um, uh,
0: think of how God. think of how mankind works right if you, you know accidentally run over my toe I'm angry and fleshly, so I'm going to kick you in the shin. You're angry and fleshly; you're gonna punch me in the face, and then it just escalates and escalates, and we're both under arrest, and we're not recording a podcast next Wednesday. See how that works? It escalates. Punishment didn't fit the crime, so eye for an eye, tooth for tooth. It was very equal. It was a a punishment fits the crime. Okay, it was the in, that was the intent, but. Well, I So,
1: I'm trying to... I think it's in Leviticus there. I'm turning. Would Maybe. you
0: just find your spot already? I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry, man. Uh, I th- I just thought it was really, really interesting. Uh, I'm sure it was. I should have marked this it? out
1: prior to... Hold on one second. What start. was it? I'll Read be, it right we're now. Getting, we're getting there, bud.
0: Three, two, one. Well, I guess we'll just end the show because... Uh. I'm sorry. Chris is being a goofball on me right now. Maybe. Well. Keep talking about things. Just sing a
1: song or something. Okay. Nope, nope. I nope, ain't doing that. through my, <clears throat> my bibble here, man.
0: But like anything else, mankind is, we'll, we will we'll pervert anything. I mean, if anything God gives us and puts it in our hands, we tend to take it and go, eh, I'm going to twist it to how I want to. So just like anything else. This uh, law, right? The original intent was sort of a sort of a how to, right? When it comes to administering a just punishment, it should fit the crime. It should be even, Stephen. Um, however, we are also supposed to show show mercy and grace. Now, I want to argue that that's not a new concept. I mean, because God displayed mercy and grace in the Old Testament a lot, as much as he administered punishment. So my point is, how did man pervert this? Well, just like anything else, we could say, you know, uh, Chris accidentally did kick me in the shin. So instead of being merciful and showing grace, I get to go, ah, but you know what? Law says I get to do it and be even Stephen. So I would rather I would rather exercise that and be even, Stephen, and I'm going to kick you in the shin back uh, instead of exercising a little bit of grace and a little bit of mercy. And so, brothers and sisters, you could imagine the kind of perversion that would come from that. What mankind would do when we get a a uh, basically a hall pass to go, hey, here's the here's the law, here's the sort of the setup that you can do, run with that. And of course, our flesh is going to take over. Whew. So. Well, absolutely, absolutely.
1: Uh, what I thought was interesting, and I, I'm very sorry about. I should have markered these. Uh, no, you're to, good, but but I I didn't. I feel like you know I go through the study in, and, and obviously it's it's early in the week because we put it out on Monday, yeah. so it's either over the weekend or you know a little bit of uh, stuff on Monday morning, and then you know go through the week, and then we're recording, and so it, it's a little. I'm a little removed. However, what I thought was really interesting is that so if you go to that Exodus 21. And 24 is, is the direct quote. But if you, yes. again, we're going to read it sort of in context of what's going on. You start in verse 22. If people are fighting and hit a pregnant woman mm-hmm. and she gives birth prematurely, but there are no serious injury, the offender must be fined whatever the woman, woman's husband demands uh, and the courts allow. But if there is serious injury, you are to take life for life, eye for eye, tooth for tooth, hand for hand, foot for foot, burn for burn, wound for wound, bruise for bruise. And again, like you, like you have been <clears throat> saying that it was about fitting, fitting the crime and sure. that it, it isn't about sort of losing our cool and, and, and going above and beyond, just like you say, you know, things escalate very quickly. Um, and, and obviously there's a ton of consequence to that. Now, Mm-hmm. That being said, <clears throat> Jesus has—and we have this this Mighty Message Mondays that we've been doing for several weeks now have a common thread, right? Yes. You have heard it said. And so Jesus— It is written. Right. It is written. You've heard it said or it yep. is written. Yep. And he is not doing away with the law. We've already talked about that. Right, right. Um, but he's getting to the heart of the issue, mm. Right? In, in all of these. And that yeah, is—and yeah. and that's why we see uh, in verse 39, But I tell you, do not resist the evil person. If anyone slaps you on the right cheek, turn him to him the left also. And if anyone wants to sue you and to take your shirt, hand over your coat as well. Now, does this mean that we're to just give in and, and not have anything to do with— <laughs>
0: no standing
1: up for ourselves or anything like that
0: what's interesting is so you got to do some some study in here and some looking up because there's a there's a cultural context there as to why he would say hey and if someone sues you and takes your shirt right i don't know if i don't know if that goes on still today someone takes your shirt but well metaphorically sure but then and i did my own geeky little looking into it that was part of the custom and because of course your coat would more and was worth more, so mm-hmm. he is saying, "Yeah, go ahead, hand that over as well, right? If that, if that brings an end to this, whatever is going on between you guys, mm-hmm. do that, right? That tension. go ahead, right? That that relational yeah. conflict, you're not so think about it, man. There's there's if someone went through the process because we know how our flesh works. If we went through the whole like suing and you take my shirt and we are shake hands and, and call it even, Steven, so one of us at the end of the day could be like." Yeah, but I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm still planning some vengeance on you. Like I'm still gonna get even, even though like you just did the whole getting even. Somewhere in your heart, you're going, yeah, but I still got you. Jesus is saying, no, 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 go ahead and hand over whatever else too. Like fix fix this now, and then of course he goes on and gives a couple more examples to that as well.
1: Now if if you jump down to question four, is there a distinction between dealing with matters of personal retaliation and matters of criminal offense? When it comes to justice, mm-hmm. okay, uh, yeah, because if we're talking yeah, about criminal absolutely. offense, that there, is, yeah, there's a completely different process. Still, consequences still. Now, law. Again, if we're talking about uh, personal pride or my feelings got hurt, <laughs> or or you know, you uh, just you, you slap me on the, the cheek, or you know, right, right. again, we're not minimizing those things, but there is a distinction, mm-hmm. right? If, if yes. my feelings get hurt. By something that someone says, am I to to retaliate and take revenge? Right. No, Jesus is saying, "Hey, that's personal. Mm-hmm.
0: That's personal stuff." You know, come on, right, right. Because that it's that tiny, tiny little stuff where we could go, yeah. But the law, the law does say, eye for an eye, tooth mm-hmm. for tooth. So therefore, uh, if it's this little nitpicky, where yeah, but Chris offended me because he said this, I, I I can do the equal then back to him, and I'll be okay. Mm-hmm. That it wasn't meant for like. Right, because doing? there's a heart issue <laughs> right. that Jesus is, is addressing with these right. things. So, anyhow. There you go. I, I do love, to your last question there of—oh, of, uh, excuse me, number three. What qualities ought to replace those desires for revenge? They should be forgiving and they should be uh, giving. Right. It sounds like the way the way Jesus wraps it up with the whole, uh, and man, get, give to the one who asks you and do not turn away from the one who wants to borrow from you. So even if— you had this event take place between someone. There's heat, and you're you're mad, and you're like, "Oh, I want to get him back." And then they go, "Hey, can I borrow something from you?" Jesus is saying you need to go ahead and give that thing to him. You're not to withhold that. And again, that that common theme, <clears throat> Man. that
1: we've seen, and and again, we've stretched this out over several several weeks as far as the uh, Mighty Message Mondays, yeah. But the Beatitudes, right? right that, because right. Jesus, that's what that is what he started with. And then he clarifies with these specific instances of a f- fulfillment of the law, murder, adultery, divorce, oaths, eye for an eye, you know, all of these things that that they're applicable, right, to mm-hmm. to the uh the Beatitudes.
0: Right. So what right. well, should we replace it with? Well, there you go. Giving, yeah. Oh man, it's it's just tough because you read something like that and you go, Oh, I fail at that too. Jesus. Okay. Um, we're pressing on. We're done with that that mighty message Monday. That one was extra mighty. And that one was extra messagey. And you know, it was extra Monday. Yeah,
1: it was <laughs> Yes.
0: Yes. Okay. Well played. Okay, so let's get back. Um, you said we were talking on the phone. Oh, I forgot what we were talking about. Well, so. and you were like, oh, man, I didn't realize how much, uh, you know, how lovely your voice sounds on the phone. You were saying that about me, which I thought was weird, but okay, I so continue. S- I was saying that about you. Yeah, continue.
1: No, I don't think I was saying that. Uh, anyway, what <laughs> <laughs> were we talking about? <laughs> no, you, you had just said that it, essentially, and see how did, this is, I'm going to sort of uh, regurgitate what you said a okay. little bit. and And then you can... You can square me up, okay, or clean me up, whatever uh, or clean my words up, not me. That's weird, don't be weird. That's on the podcast now Gosh, forever. dang it, I'm so sorry. Uh, but you had just said that if if, if the Calvinistic understanding of predeterm- predestination mm-hmm. or, or election, again, the Calvinistic view of that sure, was true in in their application, then what is Jesus saving anyone from? Right, right. Particularly the elect, right? right? Like, I would say that that Jesus is a Lord of my life. That I am right. saved. He so saved me. So therefore, you. He I, saved I'm you. a part of the elect, right? Right. Well, what is what did He save me from? If I have always been saved,
0: right? Right. <laughs> to the Calvinistic right. and camp, that's, is that to, that's kind of yeah. What, to 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 apply it as they fully describe that He predetermined you are you are elect mm-hmm. before the the earth. He predetermined that you are because that's what the word says, right. and that is their understanding. So then that means let's let's apply these terms because I don't want to do the dangerous sneaky swap, right? right? That's not what I'm trying to do tonight. But if if you are part of the elect, he predetermined it before the world ever existed. Then since you are the elect, then that means you were already saved. Mm-hmm. You already always were saved, right? So then, what did Jesus save you from? Right. You are already saved. Yeah, and and I mean again. Now it's hold on, because minimizing- someone right, someone out there screaming right now. Go no 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 no. I'll, and now here's the thing: if you are already the elect, you were ne- you were never going to hell. That right. opportunity did not exist for you. Right. Therefore, you didn't need saved. Well, and ch- and and the same is true on the other side of it. Right.
1: right. There are some people who have zero hope ever. I mean, not n- zero hope yeah. of ever coming to a faith in Christ right. no matter how many times you tell them the gospel no right. matter how many cl- you know clear messages they hear no matter how much they they may have a false desire mm-hmm. to to come to know the lord they can't they right. simply cannot right. because they are not a part of the elect and that that is that's disturbing to me yeah. that seems inconsistent with with even many of the verses that we've read just this evening yeah.
0: Or on So I guess just to the staunch Calvinist, that's that's what we're asking. We're just posing a little question. You know, man, if God predetermined before you even existed, before the world existed, that you are part of the elect, you are saved, then that means you were, you were never in danger of, of hell. So what did Christ come to save you from? What I would say, okay, if I'm
1: pushing back on that, I would say, well, God is not bound by time. Sure, sure, right. right. So
0: he foreknew
1: in that he knew who would come to faith in Christ. Yeah, absolutely. And so our salvation is clearly based on what Christ did. Absolutely. His person and work. Mm -hmm. And so, therefore, that is how we're saved is through Christ. Right. And so that is why he came.
0: Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes and amen. Ooh, man. Talk about like a – I feel like it's a paradox. If you were talking to a staunch Calvinist and you asked – Wait, am I saved because of what Christ did, or because uh, the Father predetermined it? Oh man, I feel like you're instantly in a in some yes, circular reason.
1: My, my answer is yes.
0: <laughs> yeah, yes. Ah, crap. Okay. <laughs> the Answer is yes.
1: The
0: answer is yes. I'm saved because of God. What else? What's the
1: answer? Man, I had to set through a like death by PowerPoint training today, like, uh. all day today, <laughs> and I missed a true/false question. That's not good. No, it's not. Fifty percent chance. And That's I'm, embarrassing. I'm You're embarrassing But me but I now. will say that I put a question mark by the other. I think it was a false. Because I, I was I was kind of torn. <laughs> yeah, sure. and so you know the the rule where oh you, I know the rule. you never so you don't change your answer right. You mm-hmm. you need to stick with your first one. Well, I did that on on two of them? I actually went the other way. <laughs> I changed my answer, and <laughs> I saw- got them right. Oh. Well, that one that I put the question mark by, mm-hmm. I stuck with my original, got it wrong. So there you go, statistics,
0: ah. math failed you on Man. that one. Seriously, yeah. So the other one I was gonna gonna throw, and this is super super nerdy, is uh, what's the term um, anthropomorphism? Right when we give God human characteristics. So when we uh, say he predetermined, which scripture says, scripture says he predetermined. Yeah. But we all, we can acknowledge that scripture also gives God human traits so that we can talk understand, about him and understand right? him. Right. right? Yeah. The, the hand what, of immut- him. What is
1: it? Um, immutable and right. Un- right. Or
0: whatever, <laughs> whatever oh, the man. theological terms are. Um, Anyhow, I'm going to look it up. So, and, and listeners, uh, this is just me geeking out. I'm not like, trying to make a an ultimate point here. But when I think of someone determining something, right, isn't that someone who sits down and weighs out the options and then decides and then determines, you know, to do this or that? So when we speak of, <clears throat> I guess from the Calvinistic point of view, of God doing that before the foundations of the earth, predetermining, you know, sitting down and deciding. Chris Douglas goes, this guy doesn't. This, that, and this, that. Uh, See, I don't buy into that because God wouldn't weigh out options. God doesn't make up his mind. His mind is made. He already knows all that was and could be. So in in my mind, I I feel like there's a mm, sort of a dangerous sneaky swap going on there when we say he predetermined as if he sat down and made a list and decided who's going and who's not. Um, And maybe not me. I'm way off. I'm I, maybe I missed the point, but that's, that's me geeking out with that little silly word there. Sorry if I lost anyone. And that was a boring two minutes. Okay. So Chris, we're, we're an hour 20 in and we have not hit any new points. No, but I, I honestly
1: after because I, I really like listening to our podcast as well. Cause I think in the middle of do you know doing them, I'm trying to be attentive to the conversation yes. and what the you know the points are trying to convey and this and that. So I like listening to them. Um I try not to be too critical, but I do a lot of dumb stuff. Or I say <laughs> stuff and I'm <laughs> why like, why did I, did I clarify that? that? Or why yeah. do I keep saying that one thing or yeah. um you know, just the quirky little characteristics that I have. Sure, I'm not. I'm not great at this, but I'm learning. And and I'm sure in a year from now, uh, in two, three, five, ten, you 20. know, years from now, yeah. man, I'll probably look back and say, "Wow, I really was a goofball," but I have arrived.
0: Killing it. Not there
1: yet, but um, I think as we listened, or as I listened to it last week, I think that we did spend a a. a Huge chunk on total depravity. Mm -hmm. And I think that there were some questions that we had even after we stopped recording about, you know, unconditional election. And so I think that it is, it's merited. I I, I feel like this is one of those things where I want to be thorough in this. Sure. Oh, yeah. You know, there have been a lot of conversations outside of the podcast that I've had that I'm encouraged by – digging in because it, mm. it is something that I feel like I've got a ton of feedback on and there are questions. So I think if it takes... It takes what it takes in terms of the time and and uh, I think that's okay. I don't... If I'm being honest right now, I don't know that we have nailed down election or, you know... Right, uh, right. Anything... I, or, or at least as far as that goes. So,
0: You know, if anything, uh, w- uh you know, we're probably... We might just be the introductory level to these points. Maybe there's someone new out there who's never heard it, and we're just that first. Oh,
1: dude, I'm totally fine with. And I'm there. You go. Amen. I'm. I am not, I'm not yeah. smart enough to if, be able to really if, articulate these things well. If someone
0: has been studying Calvinism and they're come like they're you know twenty years and they're coming to to us to listen, they're gonna be bored. They're they. Nah. Well, I think we are pretty entertaining. Sure, sure. But it,
1: are they gonna like really
0: learn a lot? Probably not. So oh, you bet they are. We. Oh yeah. Never mind. Um. No. So we're acknowledging we're 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 probably your potentially your first stepping stone in this this kind of stuff, and I'm absolutely okay with that. Yeah. I'm. I'm no problem. That gives me a little more confidence to talk about the kind sure. of stuff. So. But I also. That
1: being said, though, I feel like I can hold a conversation with someone who. Oh yeah. Yeah who is, uh, I mean, Greg is, again, he's not, I wouldn't say he's a staunch Calvinist by any means, but I would say he definitely leans in that direction. He... What I love about him is that he acknowledges the tensions, and sure. so we will wrestle about those things, not physically, because he would own me, because he's like eight foot
0: tall. <laughs> well, but... he wears pink tights, and they're hard to get a hold on. They're well, slippery. And that's you my know first that first deterrent. You know It's like know the that. pink
1: tights. Is like, no, nah, I don't know that I want to. But wrestle does the friction do
0: between like your leotard and his pink tights? I, I don't wear a leotard. Okay, okay. okay?
1: First of all,
0: you're and tucking it back in
1: your no, bag. Like, come on, dude. Man. Why okay. are you doing
0: this to me? Um,
1: uh, <laughs> golly! I guess what I'm saying is that we he him and I will go back, and we usually end up in the same spot where we yeah. started.
0: We, but it's a really fun ride. Yeah, you know, Greg is uh, we and we do need to have him on because uh, I think with him we would get that conversation that we are aching for. Mm-hmm. The con- so Chris and I always talk on the phone about um these theologies. These systematic theologies that that tend to split people. They mm-hmm. they have split churches. Yeah, and I told Chris, I'm like, man, you know, if if your your theology is doing that, we're missing the point. Absolutely. As children of God, you know, yeah. my goodness, it should be bringing us together. It should be a joy. And and Chris and I talk about you know people on the the webs <laughs> that are constantly. <clears throat> Something getting at, at each other but yeah. not having a conversation. Yeah, not, I don't want to say bickering, but they are getting at each other, and they're. it, see, it seems like they're missing the joy aspect yeah, of it. absolutely. And, and I think Greg would be the one that could sit down with us, and we could have that. We could poke at each other because we're brothers. We could have fun with it. Yeah. We could um, hit each other with the, like, well, wait a minute. What about this? What about this? I think we could challenge each other, and it would still be joyful. It wouldn't be this, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, so – I guess so we're asking, Greg, we need you buddy. <clears throat> yeah, because you would even it out for the yeah, uh, Calvinistic group out there, but there you go. I just I feel like it's missing on the internet that 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 joy and that lighthearted
1: right, that you can have a conversation, right. and you don't have to agree or see i eye i eye. I would say that I really love his resolve and and that basically is like I've been called to preach the gospel, and that right, right. that is what I'm going to do. You know, all these other things are 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 a joy to get into, and and yeah, we can we can poke fun at each other and and wrestle with the tensions, but the gospel is the most important thing.
0: Oh man, amen, brother. I, I, I do want to backpedal. Uh, there is one video I've I have seen yet to date, and I'm there's probably more, but this is the only one I have seen. And Chris, I think you're the one that told me about it. Um, where it is a group of people who are in absolute. Different camps mm-hmm. and they sit down for two two hours and is have the eschatology
1: one? Yep. And, oh, have, yes. and have a,
0: a lighthearted, yet yeah, very serious because it it is the word of God. It is. I don't want to say that we should yeah. be silly, but it is it is the word of God. Um conversation that is deep and they respect each other's tensions mm-hmm. and poke at it and question. Um, it is a video on YouTube, look it up an evening of eschatology. Oh man. premillennialism, amillennialism, post-millennialism. It's, and it's so
1: good. It man.
0: is fantastic. Well, it's cool
1: because yeah, they are, they're sitting around and they're talking about all these, yeah. they're, they're different camps and, and the tensions. And it's good. It's it it good. really is good. Cause there's,
0: there's the heavy, serious talk because mm-hmm. it's scripture, but there's also the like, there's the light jabs cause it's, yeah. they're, it's friendly and yes. they're brothers and yeah. Oh, that's a good one. That's yeah. a really good one. I just think we need way more of that, sure, than this constant um, jabs from afar,
1: right? You know what sure, I mean. Like we sure. need, we
0: need to be sitting down and and having a discussion. So,
1: so with that said, um, I'm not uh, I I'm not in sort of the the Calvinist <clears> camp, and yet at the same time, I, that is not something that I want to be build a wall against, right? Like sure. we're talking about these things because they are fruitful to wrestle with. Mm-hmm. Get into the word. Mm-hmm. How else are we going to understand this stuff? That's the only right. place we can take right. it. it. Don't listen to us. Let's get into the word yeah. it, and that's that's the point of it all. Yeah. Is that we have come to the this sort of the these wrestling points, these tensions because we're not just setting In our own little echo chamber, right? Right. We're listening to these views that, that we maybe don't agree with or whatever. I I would say that every, I don't want to say every, but, uh, but I I can't think of a single pastor that I listen to. So, you know, follow whether it be a podcast or or whatever, their sermon series or whatever that isn't a Calvinist.
0: Right. I don't think there's a single
1: one that I listen to that isn't. Um. So it's not, yeah, yeah, right. I'm definitely not A, in an echo chamber right. and B, um, so appalled by the view that I'm, oh gosh, shunning anyone who, who preaches mm-hmm. in that sense. So yeah, I'm no. just saying I'm wrestling with the tensions <clears throat> and that's what we're talking about. Yeah. So
0: anyways, be encouraged. I would say my, my second favorite, uh, preacher. Yeah. MacArthur Calvinistic. Mm-hmm. Oh
1: yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Hardcore. So yeah.
0: Um, that's good stuff though. Anyhow, yeah, we'll have to have Greg. You know, and you know that Greg. We'll have you back on because we've had you on once, but that was to hear his story. He needs to be on here to like let's get into some conversation. And I, it is our podcast, so I ask you respect it and not wear the pink tights. But I mean, I guess if like if you have to as a crutch, I I get it. Look away. I I mean, it'd be like a train wreck,
1: right? uh... Oh, uh, so are we wrapping? So we're we're about done. We're an hour. And yes. Half. Okay. So a couple of things. <clears throat> um, I just so Hope's Place did a fundraiser for uh, Baby Steps for Life was a mm. name of it, and <clears throat> we did this fundraiser from January 11th to the end of February, February 28th, and I was able to uh, participate, and I had some folks that partnered with me. Uh, in in this endeavor, and what they did was they donated on a per mile basis, and I went into this this uh, deal with um, with an expectation of, of getting uh, running a hundred miles, and I not walking, not counting steps, not doing it on my bike, none of that stuff, but but running a hundred miles, and I was able to do that. Ended up with one hundred fifteen miles, oh, and my and goodness. I just I really. I've been working on a video, uh, like a, th- a thank you video, and and, and things like that. But sure. if I'm being honest, man, sometimes I feel like I either overthink the creative part of that, or or I'm just like, oh man, this. I thought this was going to be so much better, and so then it's kind of like I get discouraged and yeah, you know. Anyway, um, but I do want <clears throat> to say thank you, and I do want to say like I'm so thankful to God for that opportunity to do that for the ability to run, but also just like, that's a cool thing, man. Mm-hmm. And so, um, that, that's one thing. The other thing is we are, I don't know. Do we want to talk about Saturday at all? Uh, yeah, we can go ahead give a little, so we're going to have a special guest on. And, and I don't know when we'll, <clears throat> when we'll air sure, the episode. Sure. We haven't, we haven't worked that out quite yet, but, uh, we are going on Saturday. We're going to go interview, uh, a special individual who's in a ministry and I, and I don't want to give too much of that away yet um but I do want to say that that is coming and that's it this has been in the works for well gosh man maybe a month and a half or, or longer um trying to get this thing nailed down um but it's exciting and so we're going to hear about a cool ministry that that we, that we want to partner with right like we did with Hope's Place mm-hmm. um and just continue to advocate for Hope's Place and then this other ministry.
0: So Okay. There you go. Well, brothers and sisters, we we you know, we didn't hit on to the next points, but I, I agree with Chris. There's it's not a race. You know, we wanna we this stuff is deep stuff. Yeah. It's meaty, meaty stuff. How has your conversations with uh <laughs> Shay been has that has uh, that you changed know, at all? We didn't have one about last uh week's episode because I think she had not listened to it yet. Yeah. So how about you and Megan? I mean,
1: Oh man, she's, she's eating, she eating it up, man. Where
0: is she at on? Like she's just sort of of introductory. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. But so she's like curious. Yeah. Which I I feel like I've
1: been super encouraged by, because it's like, we've had some really cool conversations obviously. And, um, but she's, she's wrestling and she's like, yeah, I see this tension and, and that. And, you know, but she's also sort of cautious and, and, uh, I don't know, man. I'm encouraged for sure. her
0: because it's like that. Is like she's digging in, man, yeah. and that's cool. So, so I gotta be honest, uh, and because because Shay is honest when I when I she does love getting into the word, but when I start talking about concepts like like this, mm-hmm. she is very good about just sitting there and let me like say it at her. Yeah, because it's it is not a thing that that interests her. Sure. She doesn't want to geek out about sure God's foreknowledge and how does that apply to our time. Like, sure, I mean, it's yeah. just not a thing that's that interests fair. her. So when I, when I talk about it, I know she is kind of like just listening. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's a sweetheart about this. She lets me spew that's it cool. all out, and I'm sure there's that's about
1: many it. things like that that make it.
0: Yeah, nice. where she's really? just like, oh, yeah. uh huh, sure, uh-huh. babe, yep, yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> okay. No, <laughs> but. Um, I love her. She's my vanilla Godzilla, you know? What oh, am I going to do? <laughs> all, come on, man. I'm lost without her, babe. Okay. Surely you can do better than vanilla Godzilla. No, that's it. Or is she, that it? She is. That's she loves it. She loves. Is that being true? Ca- now, we better wrap up this episode. Uh, this. Uh, so this will be the episode she finally listens to. <laughs> nah! Stop calling me that and then she starts tearing down buildings and breeding fire. it's weird yeah so it kind of makes sense now alright brothers and sisters wow. we're gonna wrap up this episode Chris no seriously take the leotard off we are done um brothers and sisters we will see you next week this is another episode of True Discussion God bless God bless No, seriously, I would totally pay to see that.